Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. And if you've got a Bible and it's handy, you've got time to do this, uh, open your Bible once again to this passage that we often refer to the, as the encounter with the rich young ruler. And we're going to go to the, to the end of this episode, to, the, to verse 23. So the Gospel of Matthew, uh, chapter 19, and verse 23, we'll read through the end of the chapter in just a moment. Uh, we talked yesterday about how it is that this young man, though uh, seemingly eager and earnest in his approach to the Lord Jesus, uh, walked away without that which he sought. Namely, he walked away uh, without salvation. And we explained that the, there were a number of issues that he refused to submit to Jesus' authority. He did not recognize uh, the reality of his own sin. If you do not recognize the reality of your own sin, you're not ready to believe uh, in, uh, in a Savior. And, and so uh, Jesus did not accept some type of just uh, superficial uh, uh, way of understanding salvation is I just need to add this to my life so my life will be complete. Let me fit it in with every other thing that I've got on my agenda. No, no, you come to Jesus in complete surrender. So let's look at kind of a follow-up. Uh, the disciples are amazed that, that uh, in, a, in essence, Jesus chased this man away, you know, turned him away, turned him off. And uh, the disciples quiz him, and Jesus has a, a response for them. Verse 23, And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And then Peter said in reply, See, we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. So Jesus talks about the impossibility of salvation and he uses uh, uh, the language of impossibility, namely that of a camel, the, one of the largest uh, uh, land animals uh, that uh, you know, was, would have been a part of the scene in Palestine and uh, the needle that would be used for sewing, and we've all kind of familiar with uh, the eye part of a needle, a hole from which the thread must pass through. And he was saying it's, it's, it is impossible uh, for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven just as it's impossible for you to thread this very large animal through this very small opening uh, in uh, the needle. And so that prompted uh, the question, uh, well then, you know, what's going on here? Uh, who, who can be saved if, 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 if it's impossible for the, these rich men, these, these people that have obviously been blessed? And again, uh, they were thinking in Old Covenant terms that uh, in a sense, material blessings were a sign of God's favor, of God's blessings, of your obedience. And so if, if they can't be saved, which seemingly already have to favor God, then, then how can we be saved? And Jesus uh, speaks, again, I, I would call it in, in enigmatic language, but he says, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So if there's a need for a camel to go through the eye of the needle, God can do it. 
Okay, that, that, that there's nothing impossible with God. And just as if there's a need for that camel to go through the eye of the needle, if there is a need for a rich man to be saved, God can so work in him that he will surrender himself, that he will sell all, that God will so work in his heart that he will savingly believe. Again, reminding us that salvation is not ultimately man's decision. It is the result of God's work in our life by which we do indeed decide to follow after Jesus, by which we do determine that we will submit to his authority in our life, that we are surrendered to his will. But none of these things are done in our natural selves. Uh, they're not done uh, by uh, the person uh, who does not know Christ as Lord and Savior, and we do not know Christ as Lord and Savior until what? Until we've been born again, until we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. And so when that happens, that camel passes through the eye of the needle. The impossible happens. There is a person that passes from death unto life. There is a person that surrenders themselves in their totality to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. They rest in Him as Lord and Savior, as the one who will deliver them indeed from uh, the wrath to come. And again, there is a promised reward for all those whom God saves. And so I pray uh, that this is a blessing to your day, and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.